Welcome to the Big Butter Small Boy Q&A session. I'm Buddy Poli. I'm Seth Dolby. And yeah, um, back doing a Q&A. Obviously, I flubbed that shit last week. Totally forgot to put it up. Um, I remembered this week and um, we got a couple questions. Uh, we're going to get into it. Um, Toddzilla04 on Instagram. He asked, who would be a big shocker to win? I thought this was a good question. I was trying to think about that too. Who would really be a shocker? Like in general or like this week? I think I th- I would imagine like just in the next couple of weeks. That's how I'm gonna take it. It's in the next couple of weeks. Big shocker. Like, I mean, I'm gonna stick with regular, regulars for this. I'd be on I mean, dude, honestly, I'd be shocked if Really, I'd be shocked if like the anybody like I wouldn't be shocked if Ty Gibbs won. Wouldn't really be shocked if Bubba Wallace won. I'd be kind of shocked with about anybody else if they just outright won. Obviously, Daytona's its own an- animal, but yeah, I I would be kind of surprised. First name I thought of was Alex Bowman. I would be shocked at this point if Alex Bowman won. I, I I would have said that before this week. Yeah, but and then this was the and then the most Alex Bowman thing happened right after that's, that. That no, that's yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, I'd kind of be shocked if Kevin Harvick won, just because SHR is such a shithole right now. Yeah. Um, I'd be shocked if uh, I'd be shocked if Harrison Burton won. <laughs> I would be <laughs> I would be flabbergasted if Harrison Burton won. Um I'd be shocked if I'd be shocked if uh Josh Balicki got in the 42 car and won. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Um hopefully that answered your question. Thank you for submitting that question. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Trevor self discord, Trevor, um, Joey rockets. Um, he asked on my phone cut off. There we go. Okay. Um, should NASCAR hire fighter jets to circle above the tracks and take vortex, take the vortex theory up a notch. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm I was thinking about that. I know I watched Slapshoe's video on weather and NASCAR. Well, I don't think uh, I finished that actually. Oh, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah. but he mentions the vortex theory. I'm I'm a firm believer in the vortex theory. It makes sense to me. I don't Especially know. Especially at a place like Bristol. Maybe at a place like Bristol. It, it hits a point where the track's just too big and it's yeah. not going to work, though. Yeah, like Michigan, too big. But like, a track like Bristol, definitely, like in the grandstands, it goes from you feel the wind to when they stop, you it drastically changes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. no, that that's fair. Yeah, so now if you did get, if you got fighter jets to fly above the track, at every race, I feel like it depends. I mean, how many fire jets are we talking? Like, we talking like 
four or five. We talking about you imagine the G loads like those fighter jets would have to do like going around like that small of a uh, of a radius. It would be a lot. It would be a lot. So as someone, as someone who was just upside down in a plane this weekend. Holy shit, um, you were? Yes. Wow, um, fuck that. <laughs> it would be a lot. And that was, a so you could really start to feel it already at like three Gs. Yeah. All right. Um, But the answer is yes. They should absolutely do that. Safety be damned. Next question. <laughs> I don't think they could afford it, though. Let's be no, real. They absolutely could not afford it. Uh, we need to worry about getting like Taylor Swift at NASCAR before we invest in like fighter jets. You know what we could do? We wouldn't need fighter jets as much if like we'd stop the races at like noon. Um, wild concept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peter Strada asked, uh, is saying SVG's name easier for us hockey fans being used to foreign names? Facts. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Like, I mean, it's no harder than Tara Vine and Svechnikov. Svechnikov, like, um, personally, Aho was a, a name I had a tough time with. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think, it, yeah, I think uh, Shane Van Gisbergen's name. I think it definitely it definitely helps because we are more used to, I guess, different um, different pronunciations and names from people with lots of consonants. And um, even the Shane Van Gisbergen doesn't really fall under that. But uh, yeah, I yeah, I think I think you're 100 percent right on that. NASCAR is largely southern sport. Breaking news, I know. <laughs> and you know, this, you know, being a southerner myself, um, I can't you're not that southern. I'm not that southern, but I did used to be a lot more southern. And I have I would have definitely had a hard time pronouncing this like six years ago. Yeah. Sodium, um. Anyway, all right. R- r- real quick, then. Um, <laughs> Matt Dierkel asks <laughs> thoughts on Christopher Busher's uh, latest breakthrough and potential for RFK's resurgent. Yes. What was the question? <laughs> Sorry, thoughts I'm totally Christ- zoned out now. <laughs> thoughts on Christopher Busher's latest breakthrough and a potential RFK resurgence. Um, they've resurged. They have, yeah, I was about to say, it's um, not potential anymore. Like, the potential may not have been reached, but it's definitely, um, it, it definitely resurged. Um, Christofferson is having a time right now. And uh, I think if you didn't see it coming, you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. If you've been listening to this show at the start of last season, this wouldn't be a surprise to you. Facts. Yep. Big facts. Yeah. Sorry about your driver. Not sorry about your driver. Um, Fernando asked, where are the NASCAR hose at? I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. You're asking the wrong guy. Next question. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Richard asked, holy shit. All right, this is going to be a... Uh, I love how Fernando had always had, like, really great questions, and then that. Yeah. Love you, Fernando. Keep asking questions, but, like, what was that? Uh, I mean, it's a fair question. Is it? Yeah, They're called pit lizards, Fernando. I'll educate you. Wait, what? You don't know about pit lizards? No. Oh, boy. Kyle Cuthbertson taught me about pit lizards. Oh, that sounds like a Kyle thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that one in private, Fernando. Um, so Richard asked, uh, he actually asked this a couple weeks ago, and he submitted it after the Pocono Q&A. And I said, I'll get to it next week. Obviously, we didn't do one last week. So now we're doing the one this week. Um, and finally getting to it. Uh, thank you for being patient, Richard, and thank you for submitting a question. Um, NASCAR has a motto of rubbing is racing. Um, with some of the bullshit moves we've seen other drivers have made, um, is it time for NASCAR to implement a two to three person panel to hand out like in race penalties? I imagine like kind of how IndyCar does for avoidable contact and things like that. Um, yeah. Um, I would say yes, but they got to get it. They got to get less gray than IndyCar has because IndyCar yeah. like based off their rule book should be handing out penalties all the time. And then they just don't sometimes. Yeah. And we can't do that. I think we that's used... one of the things that's hurting IndyCar right now. I think. It's yeah. Just, yeah. We used to have more penalties like that. Like we used to, you used to penalize a guy laps for, you know, aggressive driving, um, and things of that nature but it's become more accepted with in this new age nascar um especially with the the aero package we have you have to be more aggressive in making passes and so that leads to these more you know chaotic moves uh, but i think there definitely is a line that's been crossed quite a few times and nascar hasn't done the best job of officiating that um i don't know if what indycar i don't know if like a two to three person. I don't know if a panel like a stewards for F1 or, you know, whatever for IndyCar. I don't know if that's the way to do it. I mean, but I mean, we just, we got to take control of the sport. The NASCAR has got to take control of the sport at some point. So you can't let the, the tail wag the dog essentially. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question um, is from Jose. Jose, thank you very much for asking the question. Uh, Will Suarez reached the playoffs. He took a hell of a step forward, I tell you that. Um, he um, obviously was 30-something back, and now he's uh, just five points back. I think, I mean, we said it in the episode. I mean, it is up in there. We ain't got a clue. Um, but I think it's definitely – it's definitely uh, – he definitely helped his chances of time this week. I mean, he outpointed every one of his playoff contenders in stages and the race. So he he definitely did what he needed to do. He did what he's been needing to do for the past couple of weeks. He's been he did what he's been saying they needed to do for the past couple of weeks. So now that you know, Trackhouse brought him to peace, and I think we're going to a couple of tracks that you know fit him. So. Yeah. Seth, anything else you got to get going? 
does look like I'm going to need to get going. Um, obviously, well, that, we don't know. Um, but I've had the feeling for the entire last three months that he's going to miss, and I still feel that way. So sure. That's why we run the race. That is why we run the race. Age-old saying. Um, okay, cool. Uh, that's been the show. Uh, appreciate everybody submitting questions. Be sure to do that next week. Be sure to listen to the actual podcast. And that's it. All right. Bye.